Hello everyone, this is Evangelist James Eads with Watchman Street Ministry and with Repent Radio on Anchor Radio and uh, <clears throat> we're going to be in Acts chapter 19 and it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth Paul having passed through the upper coast came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples well it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth well Paul was passing through the upper coast and came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples he said unto them have ye received the Ravakadash since ye believed and they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Rabbi Kadash or Holy Spirit for English. And he said unto them, Unto what then were ye baptized? And they said unto John's baptism. So here he's, Paul's in Ephesus, and he finds certain disciples, and uh, he asked them if they received the Holy Spirit or Ravak Kadash. And they said, since they believed, and they said they haven't even heard of them. So uh, they he asked them, well, what baptism were you baptized? And they said, unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John barely baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him. That is on Christ Yeshua. So Paul's telling them about Yeshua being the one to believe on who came after John the Baptist. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Master Yeshua. And when Paul had laid hands upon them, the Ravakadash came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. So there's a lot of people that might not have heard of the baptism of the Ravakadash. But it is true. And it is real. And uh, so when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of <clears throat> the Master Yeshua. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Ravakadash came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. And all the men were about twelve. 
And he went into the synagogue and spake boldly for the space of three months, disputing and persuading the things concerning the kingdom of Elohim. But when divers were hardened and believed not, but spake evil of that way before the multitude, he departed from them and separated the disciples disputing daily in the school of one Tyrannus. And this continued by the space of two years, so that if they which dwelt in Asia heard the word of the Master Yeshia, both Jews and Greeks, and Elohim wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. That's something, I mean, need to be baptized in the Ravakadash. And uh, by seeking him, by asking Ahaya. And uh says where Paul laid hands on them and then they spake with tongues and prophesied. And all the men were about twelve. And then Paul goes in this for space of three months speaking boldly in the uh synagogue concerning the kingdom of Elohim at that school of one Tyrannus. And it suddenly continued by the space of two years, so that all they which dwelt in Asia heard the word of Yeshia, both the Jews and the Greeks. And Elohim wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that from his body were brought into the sick handkerchiefs or aprons and the diseases departed from them and the evil spirits went out of them. So this is where they got the idea of the prayer cloth where they uh, anoint it with oil and it said so that from his body were brought into the sick handkerchiefs or aprons, and the diseases departed from them, and the evil spirits went out of them. Then, so we've got to remember that is where the first prayer cloths came from, where they would uh, anoint them with oil, and then they would have them and uh, use them to uh, anoint people with. But then certain, on verse 13, then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits 
the name of the master, Yeshaya, saying, okay, there's some certain vagabond Jews or exorcists that took upon themselves to call over them which had evil spirits, the name of the master, Yeshaya, saying, we adjure you by Yeshaya, whom Paul preaches. So they're saying this to the ones that are, that have evil spirits or the ones that are possessed. They are telling them, we adjure you by Yeshaya, whom Paul preaches. And there were seven sons of one Sceva, a Jew and chief of the priest, which did so. So those seven were the seven sons of Sceva, which was a Jew and chief of the priest. And the evil spirit answered when they said, uh, we adjure you by Yeshaya, whom Paul preaches. And then the evil spirit answered and said, Yeshaya, I know, and Paul, I know. But who are you? Or who are ye? Think about that. You go messing with something you don't know about. And you're using other people's names. Which we use Yeshaya's name. But don't say Yeshaya whom Paul preaches or whom this other preach. Be boldly and use it yourself and say... I adjure you by Yeshaya, the name of Yeshaya. That's what you say. You don't say by Yeshaya whom Paul preaches. And the evil spirit answered and said, Yeshaya I know, and Paul I know, but who are ye? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them, and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of that house, naked and wounded. Think about this. They thought that they were going to cast that devil out of that person by using... Yeshaya whom Paul preaches. Not just using Yeshaya's name and having faith in doing so. And so the spirit answered and said, Yeshaya I know and Paul I know, but who are ye? And then the man in whom the evil spirit was in leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. In other words, took their clothes 
everything. That was one strong person to take on seven people like that. Those devils are strong. But the thing about it, though, is Yeshia is stronger than any of them. And this was known to all the Jews and Greeks also dwelling at Ephesus. And fear fell on them all. And the name of the Master, Yeshia, was magnified. Think about this. These seven people are overcame by that guy that had the evil spirit in him. And when these others, when all the people find out about what went on, fear fell on them all. That's what it says here. And this was known to all the Jews and Greeks also dwelling at Ephesus. And fear fell on them all. And the name of the master Yeshua was magnified. So what that evil spirit thought he was bringing by whipping those seven and doing that, well, turned around and still magnified Yeshua. That's what it said. And the name of Master Yeshua was magnified. And many that believed came and confessed and showed their deeds. Many of them also which used curious arts or Nowadays, you'd call it the occult or witchcraft, sorcery. They brought their books together and burned them before all men. And they counted the price of them and found it 50,000 pieces of silver. Think about it. I mean, these, what happened there brings glory to Yeshua. Everybody's getting fear falling on them all. And the glory comes to his name, gets magnified. And the people comes, they confess, and they show their deeds, and they bring all their books and stuff on the occult and witchcraft and stuff, and they burn them up before everyone. They count the pieces found, you know, of the price of them, 50,000 pieces of silver, and they said, so mightily grew the word of Ahia and prevailed. 
Think about that. The word of Ahia prevailed. So mightily. After these things were ended, Paul purposed in the spirit when he had passed through Macedonia and Achaia to go to Jerusalem, saying, After I have been there, I must also see Rome. Think about this. So he sent into Macedonia two of them that ministered unto him, Timotheus and Erastus. But he himself stayed in Asia for a season. So he stayed in Asia for a season, but he sent Timotheus and Erastus to Macedonia. And then he says, In the same time there arose no small stir about that way, which the way is what they called them. They didn't call them Christians then. They called them the way. Because Josiah would say, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. So one way to the Father. That's why they call him the way. And it says, in the same time there arose no small stir. So it had to be a big stir about, the, about that way. For a certain man named Demetrius. We done seen what happened at this one where the seven sons of Sceva tried to cast out this devil out of this guy and they get beat up and then Yeshua's uh, name is still glorified there. And the word of Ahia prevailed and grew mightily. And now Paul is staying there for a season while he sent the other two to Macedonia. And then it says, and at and, and the same time there arose no small stir about that way. So it's a big stir going on. All right, so we're going to start here, and this is verse 24. For a certain man named Demetrius, a silversmith, which made silver shrines for Diana. Not a regular woman named Diana. Brought no small gain into the craftsmen. Okay. For a certain man named Demetrius, the silversmith, which made silver shrines for Diana. Brought no small gain into the craftsmen, whom he called together with the workmen of like occupation, and said, Sirs, you know that by this craft 
We have our wealth. Okay. This Diana is supposedly a goddess. And that Ephesus had. But yet you've got Paul and them telling everybody that these uh, idols that are made by hand is nothing, you know, it's like nothing that uh, the true Father, the creator of heaven and earth, stuff that can't, you know, stuff that's made by hands, he's too big for that stuff that's made by hands. So it's going here and saying that it's sin because that stuff made by hands and stuff becomes idol, idolatry, and Ahayas and jealous Allahim. Okay. It says, For a certain man named Demetrius, the silversmith, which made silver shrines for Diana, brought no small gain unto the craftsmen whom he called together with the workmen of like occupation and said, Sirs, ye know that by this craft we have our wealth. Because they made a lot of wealth off of that. Moreover, ye see and hear that not alone at Ephesus, but almost throughout all Asia, this Paul hath persuaded and turned away much people, saying that they be no gods which are made with hands. Think about this. Here they're trying to get their money off of making gods with their hands. And Paul's going around and saying they be no gods which are made with hands. So that not only this, our craft is in danger to be set at naught. So they're getting upset because they, they're saying it's a danger that their craft is to be set at naught, but also that the temple of the great goddess Diana should be despised and her magnificence should be destroyed, whom all Asia and the world worshipeth. Think about this. Here they've been there making these uh, statues of Diana, trying to sell them and making that money off of them. People buy them and worship them and stuff. And then here comes somebody saying that, uh, and persuading and turning away much people saying that they'd be no gods that are, which are made with hands. If they're made with hands, how could that be God? Think about it, and that's true. What Paul says, you know, is true there. 
that how can that be God if you made it? Not uh, if he made you, but if you made it, how could that be? Think about it, people. All right, and when they heard these sayings, they were full of wrath and cried out, saying, Great is Diana of the Ephesians. So when they heard those sayings of Paul and stuff, they started getting mad, full of wrath, because they know it's only a matter of time and their money's going to be gone. Because people are turning away from that idolatry because they're believing in the true Elohim, Ahiah and Yeshia. And when, okay, and when they heard these sayings, they were full of wrath and cried out, saying, Great is Diana of the Ephesians. And the whole city was filled with confusion. Think about this. The whole city was filled with confusion because here on one side you've got people going with what Paul wants and says, you know, about the true Elohim. And then you've got on this other side the ones for Diana of the Ephesians. And the whole city was filled with confusion. And having caught Gaius and Aristarchus, men of Macedonia, Paul's companions in travel, they rushed with one accord into the theater. I mean, these people were mad. I mean, that's why it said no small stir. This had to be a big stir then. And when Paul would have entered in unto the people, the disciples suffered him not. Think about that. He's wanting to go in there and tell them. And they suffered him not to go in. And certain of the chief of Asia, which were his friends, sent unto him, desiring him that he would not adventure himself into the theater. Some therefore cried out and cried one thing and some another. For the assembly was confused. And the more part knew not Wherefore, they were come together. Think about this. You've got some crying out to the true Elohim and some to this idol named Diana. And who's going to prevail, the true Elohim, Ahiah? Some therefore cried one thing and some another, for the assembly was confused, and the more part knew not 
wherefore they were come together. And they drew Alexander out of the multitude. The Jews putting him forward, and Alexander beckoned with the hand and would have made his distance unto the people. But when they knew that he was a Jew, all with one voice about the space of two hours, cried out, Great is Diana of the Ephesians. They were crying out, Great is Diana of the Ephesians for two hours. When they saw that he was a Jew, that Alexander, and when the town clerk had appeased the people, he said, Ye men of Ephesus, what man is there that knoweth not how that the city of the Ephesians is a worshiper of the great goddess of Diana? And this, the town clerk coming out and saying, who knows that this isn't, you know, because it is, they're saying. And the image which fell down from Jupiter. Seeing then that these things cannot be spoken against, ye ought to be quiet and to do nothing rashly. Think about this. <clears throat> the town clerk is uh, trying to appease the people by telling them that while Paul was preaching Hagia. Uh, but seeing then that these things cannot be spoken against, ye ought to be quiet and to do nothing rashly. For ye have brought hither these men which are neither robbers of churches nor yet blasphemers of your goddess. Wherefore, if Demetrius and the craftsmen which are with him have a matter against any man, the law is open and there are deputies. Let them implead one another. But if ye inquire anything concerning other matters, it shall be determined in a lawful assembly. For we are in danger to be called in question for this day's uproar, there being no cause whereby we may give an account of this concourse. And when he had thus spoken, he dismissed the assembly. Think about this. What he's saying here is that in this uproar that they made, they got to explain it. They are in danger to be called in question because Rome ran all the shots. Rome was the ones in charge of everything, the whole world at the time. Roman Empire. And so everything had to, in effect, 
deal go back to uh, Rome, to the Caesars. And so he's like, hey, this uproar, if Rome hears, they send people this way, then we may be in trouble. And that's why he said, uh, but these people were mad at uh, <clears throat> at Paul for preaching the Hagia when they believe in uh, idol. Sort of like they believe, sort of like with the Catholics, the, uh, well, the Catholics got married instead of uh, Diana. Then again, could be the same thing. If you go back and look and study, I wouldn't doubt it if... Because a lot of the holidays, like Christmas is Saturnalia, but also it was Nimrod's birthday and Tammuz's birthday. December 25th. While Yeshaya's birthdays we believe to be Feast of Tabernacles. Because it's like Allahim tabernacled with us. Anyways, uh, I'll do a little bit out of chapter 20 because I think it goes, starts off with right after this. And after the uproar was ceased, yeah, Paul called unto him the disciples and embraced them and departed for to go into Macedonia. And when he had gone over those parts and had given them much exhortation, he came into Greece. Okay, so that ended that. Anyways, we don't need to be worshiping idols. Like that. Uh, Diana, the great, they call her. When she's not, that's an idol. And that goes against Ahia. Because right here in Exodus 20, and Elohim spake all these words, saying, I am Ahiah the Elohim, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. 
or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them. For I, Ahiah, thy Allahim, am a jealous Allahim, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and to the third and fourth generation, and showing mercy unto them, unto thousands of them, that love me and keep my commandments. And then thou shalt not take the name of Ahiah thy Allahim in vain, for Ahiah will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of Ahiah thy Allahim. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou nor thy son nor thy daughter, thy manservant nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days Ahiah made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore Ahiah blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. And then it goes, Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which Ahiah the Elohim giveth thee, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. But the main one that I was trying to refer to there was thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them. For I, Ahiah, Thy Allahim am a jealous Allahim, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. So back to Exodus, I meant to, uh, Acts 19, 
about uh, that Diana. That's an idol. People don't need to be worshiping idols because Ahia is a jealous Allahim. And that's what he said. So we know he's against it, so let's not try to do that and get him mad. And Because he did do a lot to the Israelites for not listening to him and for disobeying him. For not obeying his commandments. Think about that. Anyways, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. We're going to do the first four verses, which is the gospel. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand. Praise Ahia. By which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received. So we delivered unto you first of all that which I also received. And how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. So according to the scriptures, Christ died for us. He did that on the cross at Calvary. And that he was buried and that he rose again the third day. According to the scriptures. So he died for you on the cross and then was buried and rose again the third day. According to the scriptures. Think about that. He cared for you that much. Romans chapter 10 verses 9, 10, and 13. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the, the master, Yeshua, and shalt believe in thine heart that Allah hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For whosoever shall call upon the name of Yeshua shall be saved. Think about that. Praise Ahia. 
He says, Thou shalt be saved. But we got in dear to the end. And like Luke chapter 24 says, verses 46 and 47, And said unto them, Thus it is written, And thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. So repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all nations. Think about that. Let's go to Luke chapter 9. Verse 23. And he said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. For what is a man advantaged if he gain the whole world and lose himself or be cast away? Think about it. Anyways, y'all have a blessed Friday evening, Friday night, 9.16 uh, p.m. Central Standard Time here in Texas. Well, Shabbat Shalom to y'all. And y'all be blessed in Yeshua's mighty name. Peace and Shalom. And see y'all on the next, well, video or I'll uh, talk to y'all on the next radio program.